beautiful soul. Welcome back to Today I Learn, a podcast all about helping you improve yourself with short half an hour episodes. So let's dive in right now into this week's article. Welcome to this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening. I am Daan Uitewal, your podcast voice. If you like this week's episode, be sure to share this with others and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on any new knowledge. This week's story is all about emotions and how to control them. So let's dive in right away. Grab a chair and sit. A new way on how to understand and control emotions. Your emotions are weird things, almost like little rascals running around wild in your head. My favorite analogy is with our closest relatives, the monkeys. Monkeys are wild, obnoxious, loud and all over the place. They scream at one another, then suddenly decide to climb up the tree and swing on some branches. Then go down again and smack their rifle in the face, after which a massive fight starts and loud noises are produced and chaos is everywhere. Still, I've always loved monkeys. They are weird, unpredictable, funny and act in the same way as we do in a lot of ways. A few weeks back, I was at the zoo, on my own with my camera, to take some photos of animals. I just love to take photos of these animals because they make me relaxed and slow down to their speed. Now the monkeys are always interesting to watch and I am not the only one thinking that. There is a crowd leaning on the fence almost all the time, watching them, laughing when they do silly things and trying to get their kids to stop crying. These animals are always interesting to watch because they aren't as lazy as, well, let's say the lions. These are hunting animals who rest a lot of the day and then only once or twice a day go out and hunt. In the zoo, they of course don't have to hunt. So, well, those one to two times are more like zero times and they're lazy and laying around all the time. Now. The monkeys move throughout the entire day. There is always something to see, always something to do or try. That is why I think they are the perfect symbolism for our emotions. The obnoxious monkey. Your brain is just like a monkey. It's not something new, a lot of people have heard this analogy, yet never understood how they could use it. Controlling your emotion is something we like. We would love to take control of our emotions just so we can be productive and energetic at work, feel the love of our partner and happiness with friends or being pumped when we exercise. Yet a lot of the times the coin ends up completely on the other side, making us stressed out at work, therefore 
annoyed with our partner and unpleasant with friends and too lazy to exercise. Now be honest to yourself, this is something you've probably felt in the past few years. It's completely normal, it's human. So we seek a way to control our emotions so the coin always falls on the right side. We suppress them and try to tell ourselves that we should be happy. Confirmation in the front of the mirror, awkward smiling and addictive behaviors are just a few of the things we do to change how we feel. We all want to live a happier life after all. The key here is that the monkeys, yes, we can of course learn from our ancestors. No, we shouldn't run around like crazy, swing on branches or smack each other in the face to show our strength. No, we can learn from them by understanding their behavior and seeing the link with our minds. Monkeys don't care, they run around all the time and are all over the place, except when they sleep or are fed. Then they are perfectly relaxed, peeling their fruits, eating nuts or plants. They are fully focused on the food because they have to focus on how to get the food first. They need to peel off the banana peel or open the nuts or find a way to get ants out of the ant hole. Your emotions are just like these monkeys, all over the place, loud, obnoxious and in your face. If something triggers them, they smack you in the face and let you know they are there. Then a few minutes later, it is occupied with food. Another moment you feel in love with someone which is quickly followed by the pain because she or he declined your invitation to a dinner. So the cycle goes on. One after the other emotion arises through the day, week, month, year and eventually your entire life. You can't get rid of them. Just the same as we should not get rid of all monkeys on the planet. That would one, be crude, and two, be disastrous for the environment they live in. If you put it this way, it suddenly isn't all that hard to understand, why we can't control or get rid of our emotions. Isn't it? Just a simple comparison between monkeys and your emotions can do wonders. That's also a part of the brain, understanding things. The only way a human brain can make sense of things is through comparison to what it already knows. Monkeys work the same way. They copy one another to learn new skills or behavior. So could you. Grab a chair and sit down. Even though you might now understand how your emotions work, you still don't understand how to work with them. It still is uncomfortable to have a lack of energy when you have to work or feel angry with your loved one. After all, you don't want to be angry with them. It is just something that happened and you can't control that. The first thing to understand is that by grabbing a monkey and forcefully holding it will only make the monkey go wilder. 
We have all seen the videos of monkeys in small cages banging the bars or running around like crazy. That's something we should try to avoid. To not put our emotions into cages. Trying to hold them in. If you put a monkey into a cage to hold them, they will only scream louder. Your emotions work the same way. By putting them in a cage so you can control them. You only make the problem worse. They start to go louder and in the end they will burst out and break the cage. Now what? You are overwhelmed and by that you feel horrible. That's why I want to give you some advice on this. Grab a chair. One that's large enough for your monkey to sit on. Of course, this is figurative. There is no need to grab a real chair if there ain't a real monkey in your house. I highly doubt you actually have a real monkey, so that's why I'm telling you. If you do, of course grab a chair so the monkey can sit. The chair is meant for your monkey mind. For your emotions running everywhere. It will help to get your emotions in control. Now place that chair somewhere in your head where you think it looks nice and stylish. All your emotions as they arise need to sit on it. Once they sit down let them sit for as long as they like. As well as let them leave the moment they want to leave. Just as allowing them to come when they want to come. Just keep in mind that you can just handle one at a time. After all, there's only one chair to sit on. After a while, the emotions get used to this. Sitting there and just being. They don't need to run around anymore to get your attention. They start to quiet down and slow down and feel loved and recognized. That is all you have to do if you want to control your emotions. Controlling your emotions isn't about deciding when you want to feel something. It is about allowing the emotion that arises to just be there. To not have to scream for your attention. You'll see that emotions like anger, sadness or fear will leave you quite soon. All they need is someone to give them attention. Someone that allowed them to be themselves. You wouldn't want to be ignored or forced to change because someone doesn't like you, right? So, don't do the same to your emotions. It's sad for them. They just want to warn you or express their worries about you. Then you can just tell them it is all okay and you keep going. You will see that happiness will enter the room and sit on the chair instead. That doesn't mean the others won't come back. They just don't stay that long. Pushing out anger. Now for the real life stuff. What does that mean? Okay, 
For example, you get angry with someone. Instead of trying to control your anger and push it away, allow it to be there with you. No, that doesn't mean you should hit the other. Again, like the monkey smacks the other in the face. No, it just means allowing the anger to be there. The hardest part here is to not act upon the anger. Your best option is to simply tell the other you are angry and that you need some time to process it. That's all. Then your anger feels heard and after a while it leaves. It will only stay a while if it has already been pushed away many times because then the anger nestled within you, rooting itself as firm as possible, hoping to get some attention. Yet you never give it to them because you push him away. Sad anger. He only wanted to be heard. So try to allow anger to be there without pushing it away, without expressing it in violent ways hurting someone else. Rather, tell them you are angry and that you need time to process it. 2. Emotions, one chair. Just one more example. You'll feel distracted and unfocused, yet have a deadline the upcoming week. Whether that is for school or work doesn't matter. There is a deadline just around the corner. Now, that deadline kinda scares you and makes you feel feared. That is the first emotion to allow in. Allow it to sit on the chair and give it some attention, just before letting in distraction. You see, what I normally did with these cases was both let in fear and distraction at the very same time. Only there was just one chair to sit on. So they were fighting over it. So my emotions would go from fear for the deadline to being unfocused because I felt fear, to fear again and so on. Allowing two emotions in your brain at the same time can become stressful. Yet it sometimes happens and that is just the way life is. I want you to understand that all I just said is something that won't be perfect. It never will. You will not always be focused on the chair method. You at times forget it and push away some emotions or allow multiple to come in at once. That's just fine. Don't blame yourself for it because blame is an emotion as well. Just start over, grab the chair again and make your emotions sit down. There is no one golden ticket to this. It needs practice, understanding that you can't be perfect. Just remember that you are doing fine, that you are doing your best to make all your emotions feel loved, that you are doing your best to control them. So, next time you realize two emotions are in the same time, ask one to just wait outside for a minute.
then focus on one emotion and when that emotion is fulfilled, let it leave. You can now let in the other one. If you feel distracted and feared at the same time, first allow fear to sit on the chair. Let it speak and comfort it. Then let distraction come into the room. It will see that the thing that made him come in the first place, which was fear, has left. So there is no need for him to be there and he almost instantly leaves. Then you are left with yourself and you can focus on your deadline again. These things take time. Some emotions take longer to leave and that is all completely fine. It's more about understanding these emotions and comforting them instead of trying to go through them as quickly as possible. After all, emotions are what make us human, that connect us and they are here for us to learn from. If you like hearing about emotions, it is something I'm really into. You should for sure keep an eye on the blog or Spotify, iTunes, wherever you're listening this on. I will be sharing more about emotions as long as I keep writing. You can keep up with the blog by either subscribing to the email list, which automatically gives you a free gratitude calendar, or you can follow me over on Instagram or Pinterest. I'll let you know when a new post is up over there. I want to thank you for reading or listening and if you love it, feel free to share it with others. For now, thank you, don't forget to grow and experience life. Remember that today you lived.